The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. It's the Cigar Authority After Show, and it's brought to you by Romacraft Tobacco. Since 2010, Mike Rosales and Skip Martin have focused on the simple and time-honored task of combining quality tobacco, experienced craftsmen, and the right amount of time to bring you cigars worthy of the legacy of the centuries of premium cigar craftsmen that came before them. Whether you are revisiting the anti-prohibition era mindset of intemperance or getting in touch with your more primal side with a Cro-Magnon and Neanderthal, you are sure to find a blend in the Romacraft house of brands that fits the exact balance of flavor, strength, and body you are looking for in that moment. When you're finally able to take a short break from the world to relax and enjoy a cigar, the last thing you need is a complicated sales pitch. Simple, yet substantial. Tobacco, talent, time. Romacraft tobacco. The after show, the after show, the, the after, after show. show. It's the after show. Welcome everybody to the after show. And uh, I guess what happened uh, is we got a letter in the mail in the uh, mailbag, and it doesn't make the list of being. Oh no! This is way better than the mailbag. This is uh, we talked about the email where uh, Mike Smith praised my great customer service. No, we, not, would, we not. would never talk uh, about oh, that. Okay. In fact, as soon as he sent it in, I said, "Barry," I replied back, "Barry." I know this is you, <laughs> <laughs> Mike Smith. <clears throat> yeah, right, Mike uh, Smith. So yeah, there we, was. There yeah. was this conversation going on on the MeWe chat, yeah, and it sparked some interest. And I started to type my response, and I said, "Why not do the response?" Because it's I got little, I got big thumbs and a little keyboard. I'm going to sit there and type it. It's too much. So, so I, I wonder if the win is to win the little prize we give away um, on the show because you got the best email of the week, or your email is turned into an episode. I think that's the better prize. No one needs more soccer balls. Well, we're out of soccer balls. <laughs> this week was a, was a different item, but yeah. um, we're out of soccer balls. And, and nobody some needs more need cigar garbage. No, nobody needs more cigar garbage. Well, anyway, uh, what do we have? What's this? What's All right. This so uh, Rod writes. Good afternoon, Cigar Authority cast and followers. Rob. Rod. Rod. Jonathan likes the rod. Cigar smokers are known to be generous and should always have extras. I, I know it was Rod, but Barry didn't jump on it, so I said <laughs> yeah, it again. Yeah, to bring it up so again. Just, so now just you're saying that Barry has officially jumped on the Rod. Yeah, I just, yes. I just threw him the ball. I knew, knew yeah, it was I, I'm still hung over from Saturday. <laughs> Give me a break. <laughs> it's Wednesday. He's still drunk. I'm starting over. Go ahead. All right. Cigar smokers are known to be generous. Who, who is it? The, the, this, is oh, this is Rod. Oh, this is Rod. Go ahead. Cigar smokers are known to be generous and should always have extra cigars around to share. My question is this. How many cigars do I share with other semi-regular cigar smokers before I have to potentially tell them they should really buy their own cigars? They occasionally buy cigars, but when they run out, they expect that I will give them one every time they are over. I've also noticed on occasion that this person will have a cigar in their pocket, but they seem to wait until they are certain I will not be offering one before they pull their cigar out and light it. Wow. Where is the line between sharing and mooching? Hmm. It depends on the frequency. I mean, for me personally, if I have guests at the house, there's no line. If they come over, I give them a cigar. Food, drink, anything yeah, they want. Yeah, it's not like I'm saying bring your own food right. and take it with you if right. we don't finish it. Yeah. 
Beautiful. But say it's the next door neighbor that comes over your house every weekend, oh. hanging out with you or something, and it's like you mean if it's like Wilson just yes. over the fence smoking yeah. a cigar. Hey, got yeah. another cigar for me? That's a different matter, I yes. think. Yeah. Then the first one is on the house, <laughs> right? Now you're a regular. Now my thoughts on this are yeah, BYOC, right? <laughs> there's bring your own cigar. There's a couple of ways to go about this. So if you are hosting an event. And you have guests coming over, of course, the guests would expect that they're going to eat, right? Yes, if you had them now, over for dinner, yes. If you have so many guests coming over that they far exceed your budget on your liquor cabinet, you might say to the guests, you guys are welcome to come over. This is a BYOB event. Or if you're a non-drinker and you're okay with people drinking at your house, it's a BYOB event. Please don't expect that I'm going to supply you with liquor. And the same thing could be said for cigars. If you don't say that. Or when you show up at the house, right, you bring a bottle of wine well, or you, you bring a bottle that, that goes into being a good yeah. guest, which we right. can certainly get into. Yeah. But as far as being a host, if you are inviting people to your home, you are hosting. Therefore, you should have... Whatever you are partaking in, you should have extras for everyone well, unless you say otherwise. So you bring in somebody over to say, yeah, come on over, watch the game or something. And they expect there's going to be some nibbles to eat and maybe something to drink. Now are you expecting cigars? Because well, that's maybe not necessarily know, part of it. You're a cigarette smoker. Hey, you got a card in the Marlboro while I'm here? You know, how, how far does this go? Cigarettes are a different animal because they typically are not shared in that way. And yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't invite people over and then light up a cigar and tell people you should have brought one. You can't have any of mine. All right, but if the guy's habitual, you can always say you have PayPal or Venmo. <laughs> Just imply that you're looking for it. I guarantee you he stops asking. It's a weird situation because well, it, it, it is not not everybody smokes cigars. But when you come over to my house and there's cigars there, hey, I want to try a cigar too. And you never bought a cigar in your life. You're not a cigar smoker. What I don't like is you smoke something expensive and you smoke right. an inch of it and you leave it in the ashtray. But I don't know who you're talking to because that guy's not listening to the after show. No, no. He's not listening to the regular show, so, let alone the so after how, show. They, they know what how happens. How about after the second time as part of the invitation, you just say, if you want to smoke a cigar, bring one with you. Is that really that bad if they've already mooched a couple? Boy, I'd feel funny to, to say that to somebody, to, hey, come over the house. I if know, you want to have a cigar, and, and by the way, if you want to, um, you know, have your car fixed, you know, do that at the garage but, and, you know. But, Dave, you, <laughs> how, how many cigars? No, do you, people don't come over or something. You're out in the yard and stuff, and they take a look. Say you're a mechanic or something. Hey, take a look at my piston over here. Is there something wrong with the thing? And the guys are standing around talking. Your brother does mechanics. I mean, does um, carpentry and stuff. Oh, look at this. Hey, cut the end off of this or something. Well, how about this? I, all I have at my house is acid cigars. If you want something else, bring it with you. Yeah. Because you can do that with the booze, right? I've got beer. If you want something else, bring it with right, you. Right, right. Sure. So maybe just have your crappy ones. Well, it really this is it, what I have. It really goes. You're it, not even a drinker. So I come over to your house or something. You got alcohol available for me to smoke, to drink, if I came over? 
it, it'd over? be limited whatever my wife oh, has. Right, it, because, I'm, oh, Dave's coming. I wonder, let me get a bourbon or a scotch. Me, I have no idea what he drinks, so I have get to. A I'm, Guinness or an Irish car bomb, something like right. that for you. I don't know. Yeah, when Barry came over to my house 100 years ago for Thanksgiving, I made sure I had rum for him because he was new to the area. He, he didn't like rum. He, he didn't know if we were, he didn't know us, really. I didn't know him. So it wouldn't be fair for him to expect there'd be something there. But he did the right thing. He came in with a bottle of wine. Your, and- ne- your next door neighbor drinks Heineken, and you drink Budweiser, and he's coming over for the game, and you drink Budweiser, and you have Budweiser. Do you get Heineken because your next door neighbor's coming over? And how about if he if he says, oh, I'll see you next week, he comes again. you got to go out and buy For some Heineken. reason, beer drinkers seem to be – a different animal as well mm-hmm. because my brother will throw a party mm-hmm. and he'll say, I, I got the beer. If you want something else, bring something else. Nobody drinks anything else. They all drink beer and they all show up with their own six pack of whatever weird beer they have and they will trade beers sometimes. No one shows up empty handed. So that's what it should be when it comes to cigars. I like that, that you show up and I, to, to my house and you got some cigars for you. So you don't say, um, hey, give me some of your cigars or something. Um, and maybe you say, oh, I'm smoking a such and such. What do you got? And then a trade happens or something. See, I think with the the drinking part, people have their usual, right? So they want to bring that with them if they think that's what they drink, there. and I hate Budweiser, I want Heineken. But on the cigar front, uh, you know, the casual guy will take whatever you'll give him. So. Unless it's I just not think the he, flavored cigar. That I think you need better friends. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I host a barbecue, and, you know, people ask what to bring. Matty B, who works for us, what could I bring? Just bring beer, because he knows I'm not a beer drinker. But I buy a box of cigars, I or uh, 20 cigars in a box, leave them in, all my friends, they take one, they throw another one back in. Ah. The only time I've ever lost my shit was when somebody took two or three to go. I blew up yeah, on that person. Yeah. That, that's taking advantage. But if your well, friends are mooches, find better friends. Barry, how about this? Okay, I go to your house mm-hmm. and I bring a box of cigars. And we don't finish it all. Can I just take them when I leave? If you brought them, I would. I knowing the cost of cigars, I would yeah, not that, have a those problem. Those are yours. If there's an empty bottle, you best be leaving that for two reasons. I want it, and you don't want to be caught driving with an open now, bottle. But cigars, that, take them with you. Does that work the same way for mac and cheese? Yeah. See, I knew you were going. <sighs> That's down a side that dish. It's not even a meal. So you bring a case of beer, and so that you could drink because. The guy said, if you want your own kind of beer, you bring your own kind of beer, and at the end of it, there's two six-packs left. Do you leave them? Yeah, yeah unless, them unless the host says, I'm not going to drink those, take them with And them. that's different. You can take those because the cans are closed, so you don't have to worry about well, being pulled you? over. Should you? Uh, me, I'm, as not a beer drinker, I expect them to take it. If I was a beer drinker and I just provided you with steak and burgers and all that, I would expect you to leave the beer. Now, this is interesting I because leave. I go you bring to, something, you got to leave it. I go. You, you brought it to give, you got to leave it. You can't take it with you, <laughs> even though you might want to. You're big on that for some yeah. reason. It's weird. No, I, if it's uh, BYOB, you're not inclined, you shouldn't be leaving it because you were told to bring your own booze. When I go to Shed Night, I always bring an extra cigar for the guy that hosts Shed Night because it's his electricity, it's his firewood that we're burning. He had to set up the chairs and do all the stuff. You're still doing the shed night? Oh, yeah. Really? So I essentially tip out 
the owner of the shed with a cigar and I give him a good one. I don't give him a Dos Ombre. Not that Dos Ombre is not an exceptionally good quality cigar for the price. I'm just saying I give him a $10, $12 cigar out of my collection, something maybe that I've aged or something that's unique, something special as a thank you for hosting Shed Night. And I think that that's how. And and how's that rule that everybody else, nobody has to pay anything ever? Not to Shed Night. No. No? This guy does it all himself. But people will bring, they'll bring a bottle and they'll say, uh, I'm going to leave the bottle here in the shed and anybody can have it. If you want Shed Whiskey, you can have Shed Whiskey. It's there. So people do make donations in that way. There's no, there's no culture of mooching at Shed Night. The culture is of giving. Everybody gives to everybody. Nice. Good, good group of friends, right? That's right. So what, what is the final question here? The final question is where, where do you draw the line between sharing and mooching? Sharing happens on occasion. Mooching happens all the time. If a person's doing it every single time, he's a mooch. Yeah. If he's not bringing you cigars once in a blue moon for saying, hey, I appreciate the cigars you gave me. Here's a five-pack. He's a mooch. Yeah. Cut yeah. him off. I'd say after the second time, we got a problem. Yeah, I say at the, at the point that you realize that he's holding off on smoking the cigar in his pocket to see if you're offering him a cigar, that was the tipping point for me. That said to me, okay, this guy's I'd say douchey. Two, two is the magic number. One says he had no – I show up at somebody's house – I don't know they smoke cigars. I didn't bring any cigars. I had no idea. And the next thing I know, the guy's smoking a cigar. And I'm like, oh, my God. I could have smoked a cigar here. I blew it. But now you know. Right. Now, the second time I go there and I say, oh, can I grab one of those cigars too? Give me the cigar, the second one, because I asked. But now you know. Now it officially has happened. The line must be drawn. Yeah. And I would say the line draws of the invitation is gone at that point. Now you've lost your invitation. You're not even having them back. No. <laughs> and I'm looking, as Barry saying now, I'm looking for a better group of friends, right? Yeah. I mean, this is the guy that you go out to dinner with or lunch with, and the check's thrown on the table. He waits to see what happens before saying, yeah. uh, you want to split this four ways or let me grab the it? The first time, I'm happy to give it to them. I'm actually excited mm-hmm. to end up doing it. And the second time, I'm going to give it to them. I'm not happy about it. Now, now I'm like, okay, the guy knew. Yeah. And then the third time isn't going to happen. See, it's more about whether the guest has some expectation, right? That you are just going to keep you know, giving it and, to and them. The, and that person, the toughest person on this is me because I own a cigar shop. So I'm Mr. Cigar as far as everybody's concerned. Well, you got millions. Obviously. Yeah. Millions and, of cigars. Yeah, obviously. And uh, it's expected. Now, the guy owns Anheuser-Busch. And I go over his house. I don't bring a six pack with me, right? It's it's almost insulting, I guess. Well, especially if you a brought company. a different brand. Yeah, yeah, I mean, if you brought Presidente, that wouldn't <laughs> so be a bad thing because so it's made no, by a different company. Some, the, the, if if you got and listen, I've come to your house before. Uh, oh, by the way, I don't ever get invited to Dave's house. I just show up. <laughs> but I show up and I bring a side dish. Yeah. Even if I'm not staying, I bring something to make up for the stolen mac and cheese uh. that I'm never going to live down ever. <laughs> and I also will bring something. Life lesson. Life yeah. lesson right there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I also bring cigars and I'm going into his house and I know he has cigars, but I bring cigars. And if it, sure. if cigars break out, I will say, I got the, I got this round. So question, you go to Dave's house, do you bring him cigars that he carries or do you bring him a brand that he might not have the shelf space for? I would never shop at another cigar store 
See, for enough cigars to supply people at a party with but cigars. I will tell you, he does something that he just gave me a cigar two days ago and said, I came in, he says, I want you to have this. And it was something he aged for a year and a half or yep. whatever and said, here, try this, you have to. So the answer is yes, you give him something that's not necessarily on the shelf because there's no cigars here, they're a year and a half old. It's like when my friends come over, they no, it's they, something they, it, it's they try something. to find. If they're going to give me a cigar, they try to find something they know I don't have on the everyday regular. Well, yeah. you're you're different. Now, see, if I was invited to Dave's house, well, I was today. There we go. But it wasn't for an event. Mm. I was there for something else. But if I was invited for say dinner. I wouldn't bring Dave anything because he doesn't want anything. You got to bring something for Lori, his yeah, wife, yeah. right? Even if there's no expectation, then you can always bring some wine or you bring flowers, but you got to bring something. Yeah, you don't show up empty handed. No. Ever. No. Because what do you bring Dave? I, I don't want to. Food. Yeah. Bring him food. No, it's it, it's almost uh, donuts. I guess. No, but, I don't want it. <laughs> Somebody did that I mean, yesterday. You'll, you'll eat it, but you I'll don't eat want it. it. I don't want it. No, I, I'm, I'm um, blessed it? that I don't need anything, and and um, I, I don't want a gift. I don't want anything because I unfortunately would have bought it if I wanted. But you so don't. Most likely, I don't want it. You don't want some mofo showing up at your house empty-handed either, because that gets aggravating. Right. No, no, I don't want. As this guy said, I don't want the guy coming the third time and expecting, okay, this is a, you know, this is where I come get my free booze, free food, free cigars. The the food and booze, to me, isn't a problem. Really, when it gets to the cigar, because now you're talking about giving out $20 bills. It's not a, a drink <laughs> or a taste we, we know what the have. low end cigar in this humidor at home is now. <laughs> it's twenty dollars. It's twenty dollars. No, I feel funny. I feel funny taking stuff from Dave that he sat on for twenty years. Mm. You know, we did the thing for Howard Smith, and he passed out right. these special cigars, the last box that he bought from Howard Smith, and I abstained. I just took the band off my cigar that looked like it and said, "I have a cigar, thank you," mm. because I'm not that guy who's going to take it. But Dave's awesome like that. We have a listener to the show whose grandfather passed away and he smoked nothing but Macanudo Jamaicas. And we, I reached out yeah. to Dave and Dave sent him like half a box just to remember his grandfather. Hmm. That's Dave's MO. Yeah. That's what it's for. I mean. Right. <laughs> that's what those things are for anyway. Maybe someday I'll get to use those things and hanging on to. I unfortunately should have smoked those cigars with the guy before he died, unfortunately. So right. at least his son and everybody else. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I gave Jonathan a cigar, but he can't smoke it until I die. So, uh, listen, I am I love to give. I have enjoyment of giving. Mm-hmm. I, I find enjoyment sharing with other people. But that's the interesting thing of the question that he asked. Where is the line of sharing <laughs> and mooching? That's the question he's asking. And there's and a everybody, fine line in between. It's so awesome sharing with other people. And then when you feel like the other person is actually mooching on you, it's almost like dirty. Oh, it's dirty. Yeah. Yeah, you oh, should geez. you need to live. This guy isn't having fun with me. He's actually here to take. What's you, this guy's name? 
This was Rod. Rod, when uh, <laughs> now, Rod that you've listened, now that you listen to Rod. the show, you should share the link with your friend. And maybe he'll get the hint. <laughs> right. That's a good idea. Right. No, it's there I is should. a fine line, and, and may, maybe the guy crossed over the line into into being a mooch. Not even realizing he did. Oh my God! I went. I went a little too far. But you loved it so much when when I came the first time and you gave me a cigar, and then the next time seemed good too. And then the third time I came in, you started acting really weird on me. And then it dawned on me. Oh my God! I'm mooching off you. So it could be a mistake from the guy not realizing. Okay, this this started getting douchey now. This right. starts getting uh, like you're doing. No, you you as a cigar smoker have to live your life being sure that you are not a moocher and unfortunately this guy doesn't listen to the show because he would hear that message you as a cigar smoker you have to follow the 10 commandments and you have to but you've said to some people oh no you have to get this guy here and all stuff and oh my god the guys i'm yeah. so sorry they they do not realize that they're doing something wrong and the second they do they oh my god right. i didn't realize that and the same could be happening to, could to be. rod's friend it that, could be he would hear something like this and say, oh, my God, I was coming off like I wanted something for nothing, you know, taken from you. No, you came to me. You acted like, oh, my God, I want to give you this. Yeah, first time, second time. <laughs> okay, it's getting yeah, the crazy line, now. The line it needs to be drawn. Yeah, yeah. So if it needs to be drawn somewhere, you're saying you're going to draw it at the second time, after the second time. After the second time, I'm going to have a problem on the third one. I'm not even going to have a, a problem on the second time, really. But when he does it the third time, we, you know. So it's three strikes. That's your mm-hmm. that's your thing. Yeah. Just to that, have a little baseball a reason, analogy. A re- is that okay? reason for that for baseball for what we <laughs> yeah. just okay. went through uh, yeah. on the regular show. So that is the after show. Uh, what do we have next week? Happy anniversary. Whoa. Our 11-year anniversary. And Barry's going to have some stats. And Ed Sullivan's going to have some stats. And we can have stories of uh, what, what happened in the past and great moments and terrible moments and the future. What does the future hold for what becomes year number 12? What becomes of the broken heart? Year number 12, dozen years, we go into the dozen. Um, and then does it become the baker's dozen? I and think then right after that it becomes the baker's, baker's dozen. dozen. And then we check out. Let's check out now. That's it for the after show. See you next week. Stick the linen in your mouth. You might like it. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.